0: Welcome to the business of being healthy, where we are passionate about treating our health as good as we treat our wealth. Shelly Bryan here, and I am obsessed with sharing real life experiences and wisdom to help save you time, heartache, and money as you continue to grow personally and professionally. Twice a week, we push aside that BS to take massive intentional action, and I promise by tuning in, you will receive the straightforward talk you've been waiting for, filled with actionable steps that will inspire you to achieve the health and wealth you desire while you are building your empire. Well, we are here, episode 100. 100. We are now in the triple digits. I am so excited to, I guess, be here. But I'm also so excited that I've been able to share this uh, experience with you, all of the listeners. And one of the ways that, I mean, I think when you start something new to keep going at it is to join together with someone else, right? Like even having like an accountability person. And that person for me is you tuning in right now. So I just have to say, thank you so much. We made it here together. That being said, I think you're going to maybe hear a different side that could be surprising, but a different side um, to me hitting 100 episodes. But before we get into the meat of today's episode, and trust me, you're going to want to stick around for this one, especially this time of year. But you know on my solo episodes, which how fortuitous that my 100th episode ended up being on one of my solo episodes. So I again get to call out an amazing review from one of the listeners. And I just have to say again, thank you to all of those that have left a review. It is incredibly meaningful and it's incredibly powerful because by you leaving a review, you truly become a hero for someone else in helping this podcast, this show reach more people just like us. So today I am so excited to actually call out this inner, this review because it came from someone that was a guest on the show and someone that I'm going to definitely recommend that you follow. But I met her at an event in 2022, so before he even launched the show, and she just had that no BS way about her that I was like, oh yeah, this conversation is going to be good. We both had corporate backgrounds um, and it was just such such a good, good episode. But for her to take the time out of her busy day to leave a review means the world. And this is from Tiffany Love Carter. And Tiffany Carter is her name on uh, social media. I will actually link her in the notes because I think she is someone that you should definitely find or follow along with if you are in a service business. But Tiffany leaves great show. Was interviewed as a guest on this podcast and the questions were spot on. The vibe of the show is genuinely genuine and refreshingly honest. You can really tell the heart of the host is in it for the right reasons. Big fan of hers. So Tiffany, again, thank you so much for leaving that. Those words mean the most. And I love some of the words that she used in that, like vibe. I feel like I'm almost like a vibe architect that I've been kind of transitioning to into that position as the podcast host here. It's really a vibe, a vibe with the interviewees, a vibe with the overall podcast, because there is a sea of podcasts. And so it's not only about differentiating, but it's just being who I am. And definitely being different is one of those things. So Tiffany, again, thank you so much. Don't forget, if you just tap that five stars, leave a quick review, you can be a game changer for someone else. Now let's dive into the show here because hitting 100, right? If you're watching on YouTube, I don't have the 100 balloons, right? Like I don't have like the big celebration that I've seen a lot of people have. And don't get me wrong, I felt the pressure to do that because I was like, oh, everybody when they hit 100, they like make it a celebration, and I should do that. And I'm like, why? Like I started being like, why? And then I was like, oh yeah, you know, most people do. 10 most impactful moments on their first 100 or 10 quotes or 10 lessons learned, right? When you hit 100, there's all these kind of like recurring themes that come out when this milestone is hit by podcasters. But if you've been following along, you know I'm a little bit different. And so I don't have the balloons. I don't have the big celebration, quite honestly, because I expected it. I expected to be right here. I put in the reps to get here. You know, when I first started this show, and trust me, this will all tie into the overall theme that you're going to hear on the show that is so timely for December, right? It is so timely for the end of one year, starting another year. But when I started this and I said, I'm going to do two episodes per week most people that i interacted i would say 99% were like wow that's a commitment are you sure you want to do it and i looked at it and yes i had a media company before yes i did lots of live interviews and live education but i wanted to increase my skill as an audio host here on the podcast and the way to do that is to increase my reps to the point where it would literally make it unreasonable for me not to succeed. And that's a thought process that I have actually used in various points of my life, right? Whether it was with my health or my career, uh, with creating relationships, with figuring out how to pick myself back up. It's how can you get in those reps to get there so that it would literally be unreasonable for you not to succeed. The other thing that I looked at is that if I only did one episode per week, that was 52 episodes at the end of 365 days. Wah, wah, that's boring. I was like, no, I already feel like I'm a little bit behind. I don't know whoever else feels like that sometimes, but I felt like I was behind in this in this podcast game. And I'm like, all right, I want to increase my skill and I want to leverage the time that's available. So I'm going to double my reps twice a week. And you know, here on the show, we do a Tuesday episode with an interviewee and then an amazing guest. Some of the guests recently have been ridiculous. Uh, And then our Friday episodes like this one are solo. So just kind of sharing some of perspectives, experiences that I've had in the past that can hopefully help you now and into the future. And it really brings me back to the topic of this episode here, episode 100, and it's the things that I've done differently, which have affected my life last year. So in 2023, and really it all comes down to focusing my efforts. You know, one thing that we all have that's equal, and I, and I say equal in quotes because like we never know when our time is done, but I can say that we all have 24 hours in a day. We all have 52 weeks in a year. We all have 365 days in a year. So that time that we have is something that we can leverage. And so bringing it back to the topic of this episode is how can we do things differently? Because I don't know about you, but I have definitely feel the pressure talking in peer groups or sometimes even talking or or on social media. It's like it's just like the example I shared already. Like I felt like, oh, I should have the, you know, the hundred balloons and like the celebration for hitting a hundred. Like that's what I should do, which I don't love that word, Uh, but I felt like the pressure to do that. And I'm like, why, why I'm it's, it's kind of like health in the sense that when you get to your weight goal, whether that was increasing or decreasing or your strength goal, it's like, then what the reason why I have been able to be so successful in my health. There's been periods of of tough times, but it's because I had no end date. And so I didn't want to feel like this hundred episodes was my end date. This is just the beginning. So this is, yes, I am happy and I'm celebrating because I know people right now are being like, you should celebrate your wins. And I am, you guys, I made it to a hundred. Here we are. I know that there were people out there probably hoping that I didn't and people cheering me on, but I just looked at podcasting and increasing my skills differently, which has led me to this point. If you go back and listen to the first episodes, holy cow, please like listen on like point, you know, one and a half or so, because I wasn't as eloquent. I, I was reading too much. Like now I can bullet point. Like I got it. I'm better because I have increased my skill based upon the reps that I put into it. So looking at things differently. One thing too, and I'm going to share some personal like changes that I made about doing things differently and then also a business one and um, just kind of tying it up at the end for you guys. So hopefully this is relatable on on all areas because I don't think that our lives are silos and they actually all fall and kind of push and lean on each other. So real quick before we dive into the show, I wanted to share that I'm working on my social media presence by focusing on Instagram and LinkedIn. Definitely still learning the LinkedIn game, but it's actually a lot more enjoyable and I can say it's pretty fun. But I can tell you what I love the most is connecting and learning from other like-minded professionals. So if we aren't connected on either platform, I would love to learn more about you and connect together. Go ahead, shoot me a DM, follow me, tag me, let's connect. Let's have some fun elevating our health while we are building our wealth. So another thing that I did differently, if you've been following me on social media, you know, horses are a big part of my life. They have been a part of my life, oh gosh, since I was five. And I had gotten to a point in 2020, I was number nine in the world, like things were going great. It was incredible. It was an incredible experience. And that kind of height, I got into an area, I started getting into an area within the horses where it wasn't where I was supposed to be. I kind of followed the shoulds. Oh, I should keep breeding. Oh, I should have more horses. Oh, I should increase my odds to keep playing at this game. Well, all that did was I lost focus. I'm a competitor, and that's where I needed to stay. And so, instead of trying to try this breeding game, which, listen, at the end of the day, it was a great experience. It was a very hard experience at times whenever you're dealing with animals. But the main thing is, is that I fell into the shoulds. I fell into an area where I shouldn't have been. That wasn't my focus, and so it was really tough. You know, it was a waiting game. Time is a big thing in horses and it was a waiting game and it was pulling me away from my overall goal, which again now has changed because it's to show with Reese, my daughter, and so that we can compete together. And so this year alone, we've sold multiple horses. We've, uh, moved one horse with a great like learning program. We stopped breeding There were so many things that we. I just looked at it and was like, what is my end goal and how can I get there differently? And a big part of that, which I'll get into in kind of another learning lesson here, is not doing things the way they've always been done. The horse industry is one of those. Also, the construction industry is too. So it's neat now because I had that experience so I can look at it and be like, Oh yeah, that's great. You can tell me that's the way it's always been done, but that's not the way that we're going to do it. And that's doing things differently. So I am not following the norm when it came where I felt like I was going in the horse industry based upon my experience and everything. And I am doing things differently now. And I can't tell you how freeing it is. It's pulling me back to where I know I need to be, to where I can be successful. Now, when it came down to the businesses because again if you've been i hope you're following me on social media because i would love to connect with you there um and i share a lot of just different things that have happened because i feel like as entrepreneurs we can be and this is something this is a core value of chris and i it's a core value of our construction company is solutions focused we find solutions what a great skill right but as entrepreneurs Yeah. We see problems all day long, whether it's in the construction industry or other industry. And we want to solve that problem with a business, right? With a service or a product. And one of the things that we did at the end of last year, which really took effect in this year, is that we closed down all businesses to focus on one. The one main one is our construction company. And then secondarily is the podcast. But I created this podcast to serve, not to monetize right now. And so doing things differently, you think as entrepreneurs, it's like, oh, let's go start this business. Oh, I have experience here. I'm going to start this business too. Oh, and I'm going to do this business. So you feel this pressure to go like, solve all these problems, start all these businesses. But by doing things differently and actually going all in on our construction company, it is literally been the most one of the most eye-opening things for Chris and I to literally go all in because we had multiple businesses my my horse media company was one of them we shut them all down my coaching we shut it down the breeding we shut it down Chris also had multiple businesses we were spread so thin and while it can feel pressure to go start all these we did it differently and we went all in another thing that is a little bit different and doing it different as we're building this is that we're working with each other. Like we are working spouses. And while one of the neatest things is that each other's strengths is the opposite weakness. So we balance each other really well. It's really challenging. I'm not here to tell you like we're high-fiving and everything's great and everything's easy. This is challenging, right? Our office is we have an office in town and then we have an office in home. We have two busy kids. We are very close knit as a family and, and holding our core values as a family together, even when we're getting pulled with the company. So even husband and wife maintaining that relationship, I share that on social media. Obviously, I don't share everything. That's There's, there's a level there, but... I talk about our date nights and how important they've been. We are doing things differently and we're not perfect yet, but we're working through it. We're getting in the reps so that it would be unreasonable for us to be successful. And I can't reiterate this enough is that doing things differently when it comes to business, more is not always better. It's actually the opposite. You only have so much time in the day. You only have so much mental capacity to be able to handle and scale and lead a team, build a team, scale a business, do all of these things. So more is not always better when it comes to business ownership, especially as you are honing your skills. This is a very hard lesson that Chris and I had to learn that I hope you are pulling from this part right now, is that if you took all your effort and you went all in on the one thing, what could happen? For us, I can tell you with a construction company, it has been mind blowing. And so I encourage you, obviously I'll link our, I'll link our construction company too, so you can follow along. You get. We're. This is what we're doing. We're going all in and the results have been astounding. The other thing that we continue to do, because it's not like we just turn it off and we're like, oh, we're all in. Everything's great is we actually have to course correct each other all the time because this is one of our, it's a, it's a huge strength as an entrepreneur and a business owner and leader is we want to solve problems, but we have to maintain the focus on the one thing. And so while I might be like, Hey, what if we did this or this? Chris will be like, yep, we're staying here. Same thing for Chris. Chris is like, Oh, I want to build this side of the company and that side of the company. I'm like, ah, we're right here right now. That. I think we should look at at this point in time, once we've reached certain levels. And so we have to course correct each other. So because it's like solutions is a way of life. It's one of our core values actually with a construction company is how can we, there is always a way to solve a problem. So what I, what I hope you pulled from that is more is not better when it comes to owning businesses, do it different. Go all in, put your blinders on and stay focused on your one thing. Get in the reps at a ridiculous level to where it would be unreasonable for you not to succeed. Now, the last one I'm going to leave, leave you with that I've really changed and I've done differently this year from the last 42 years of my life is not pushing to yes. So let me explain. One of the things that I used to do that I thought was a superpower, and I think for a lot of my professional corporate career, it was, is that I could always get to a yes. I think it's what has made me a great listener. It's made me a great salesperson, um, is that I could always find a way to get to a yes. And I would push hard to make it happen. And whether that was arguing logic, it's, it's hard. Chris, he even knows. He's like, oh, she's there. It's like, I, it's a, I, I, I struggle with the fact of saying it's not a superpower because I think I abused it. If I, if I'm going to be fully transparent in this situation, I think I abused it because I always pushed to get to the yes. And part of that feeling was, I felt like I, it was a win or lose. It was a zero sum market for me to win and get the yes. Someone else had to lose and so i would go at all odds and i've shared this in previous episodes i i encourage you to listen in because it was always like how can i get to the yes how can i win at someone else's loss and i really didn't care and so i've done so much work on this this year to be different and to really because i as much as i say and hear and talk to other people is that collaboration over competition. It sounds so great, doesn't it? Collaboration over competition. Sounds perfect. Put me in that world, right? It's a lot harder. It's a lot harder to do than to say. And so instead of always going, for me, I had to really change and do things differently when I would get put into these situations. To where instead of I win, you lose, or you win, I lose, I really had to set up my actions to get to the point of my desired outcome and then let it happen. So instead of pushing, 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 trying to make it happen, trying to know everything and plan out everything... Sounds like a little bit of controlling, right? May have been there too, my high achievers, is I take all the actions that would get to a success for everyone involved, and then I let it happen. I don't push to make it happen. So that is with uh, this podcast, a hundred percent, certain people I've absolutely wanted to have on the show and been able to get on the show. It wasn't about making it happen. It was about letting it happen. It was about how can this be a win-win situation When it came to the construct when it comes to the construction company, the same thing, Brian contracting is we are taking the actions to get to where our desired outcomes are. But instead of pushing to make it happen, we are letting it happen. And this has been incredibly important when it comes to the kids and the relationships and developing the relationships with them as they become teenagers. And I can't believe it. Jax is going off to high school next year. Is letting situations happen, not making it happen. Letting the relationships, the closeness happen happen based upon the intentional actions that i am taking instead of making it so my goal for that is that you pull instead of that kind of controlling win or lose scenario is do things different focus on the intentional actions that that you can take this is what i did and then let it happen Let it be a win-win situation for everyone being involved and not push to get to that yes. Now, it's incredibly exciting. I think this is this time of year when it's the end of the year. We're planning for the next year. You know, look, oh, I hit 100 episodes. This is fantastic. It is. This is all very exciting. And we have so many exciting things planned, not only for this podcast, but also for the construction company that I'm excited for you to join along in. And you are going to see a recurring theme that is going to be different from that's the way it's always been done. That's not what this podcast is about. That's not what building a business with your spouse is about, a legacy business for your family. And so what you can expect coming in the next hundred episodes because this is just hey, we hit a hundred reps, let's keep going. is you're gonna see some great interviews without BS. We're going to be talking about intentional action steps to achieve your idea of success. And this is not only with me, but of course with my guests. I love being able to have these great discussions. be a vibe architect, help discover the little nuances, that maybe they didn't realize they were doing in hopes that it helps you. And the thing that I want to leave with today with doing things different is that success is different to everybody. We can have that, oh, you need the fancy cars or the trips or the jewelry or the multiple businesses. That's success. Is that everyone's idea of success is different. It could literally. Be a million dollars, or it could be a hundred thousand dollars, or it could be fifty thousand dollars. Whatever your idea is of success, and I just gave monetary dollar amounts, maybe it's time, time that you're able to have with your family. Maybe it's the health that you have always wanted, the vibrant health that you feel so energized to do the things that you are every single day. Success is different to everyone, and do things differently to achieve yours. Thank you so much for tuning in to episode 100. It's just 100 reps. I'm about ready to go get 100 more, and I cannot wait to have you join me. Thanks.